Welcome to the Rooted Deep Podcast. I am your co-host, Mr. Carl Bourne Jr. And I am your co-host, Paula Chang. We're really excited that you joined us here for fresh new content each and every week where we get to share not only the stuff that we're learning, but we also get to help you learn new things. Each and every week we pick a book and we talk about some topics from that book and talk about how not only it's helped us enhance our lives, but how it could also help you enhance your life so that you get to be the person you're meant to be and reach your potential. We hope that you are able to receive not only what you wanted to get from this, but we also get to help somebody else's life change. So give this like, share, subscribe, share it out to your friends. Just help everybody know that they too can enhance their lives. What's going on, guys? Welcome to a, another episode of the Rudy D podcast. And you already know I am your co-host, Mr. Carl Bourne Jr., and I am joined by my main man, Mr. Paul O'Chain. Paul, yeah, say what's yeah. up to the folks. How are you guys doing? Thank you so much for <clears throat> joining us for another episode. I just want to address all the energy Carl just came in with. But uh yo, thank you so much for Having come with us this far, if this is you guys' first time listening to an episode, we just want to say thank you for taking the time to hear what we got to talk about. We're just a bunch of kids just sharing our thoughts. Um, and if you've been with us from the beginning, you remember the very first book we covered was Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Holiday. An amazing, amazing, phenomenal piece of literature. Yes, and the second book we're doing is The Wealthy Gardener by John. So, you know, at this point, you'd assume that I'd know how to say his name. Listen, we just, John's euphoric. That's, that's, if John ever listens and he feels some type of way, he can reach out to us. We're out. doing our best, John. We're trying. That's just a hard I'm saying that's a hard name. Like, my last name is, my last name is not difficult. So, John's name is not difficult. We're just going to stick with Sephora. All right. Sounds good to me. Um, anyway, so yeah, it's, um, you know what, I'm going to start off by just kind of recapping. So like a lot of you guys, I'm back in school this week, you know, looking at my schedule and just the way things are balanced out and have to be balanced out. It doesn't look too bad. And I was texting Carl yesterday. Was it yesterday or the day before? It was yesterday, actually. Um, so I was sitting in physics and, you know, it's this five credit course and it just seems daunting. All right. It seems daunting. And they were talking about like frames per second for the iPhone and like how light enters something and this, this and that. I'm sitting there like it's day one. What are we talking about? Can y'all tone it down? <laughs> tone it down. Relax, man. <laughs> at least, at least get through kinematics first <laughs> before you start talking about light refraction. Um. Anyway, uh, so it was in that moment. I think I realized just how important it is to have a support system, just because I know life can tend to get difficult, and. You know, we all have our own struggles. We all have our own pains. I understand that. But at the same time, there's a unifying, I'll call it a mold, a unifying mold um, that brings us together. You know, for me, one of those people, definitely my co-host, Carl, 
Um, there'll be moments like if you guys listen to the previous episodes, maybe I mentioned it, maybe I didn't. Y'all, when I was going through anatomy, I was going through it. And I remember there was one particular exam I took. And like, as soon as I got out, I texted my boy, Carl. And I was just like, yeah, that was not it at all. I remember <laughs> that. Remember that, exactly. And, you know, for him, he was just like, yo, like, it's so important to have people that under have been where you are. And then also have an understanding of what it's like. Because I think one of the things I've personally struggled with, I, I often struggled with seeing people's struggles from their point of view. I always assumed that we're all on the same playing field, which is not, it's not true at all. So just to, you know, that that support system is following me into the fall semester, it's going to follow me into the spring. It, it means a lot just because I know there's nothing I can take on that won't be understood. I know there's nothing that I could take on because, um, you know, understanding yourself is important. We talk about that at the end of every episode. And I know for me, I'm a loner in a sense, but I also like to like have, you know, voices of support just in the back to kind of keep me going. So right. I say all this to say, get you a friend like Carl who supports and understands. He's on vacation right now, so he's living his best life while we're struggling. You know, just get you a friend that just gets it. And even if that's like your significant other, if that's your parents, siblings, if that's your athletic coach, debate coach, if that's your, I don't know, I'm just picking things now. If that's your pastoral staff, you know, if that's your yogi, somebody that can help you rebalance and refine your center. It's super important. Wow, what a segue. <laughs> oh, no, no, that it's this is our podcast. This if you don't want to hear it, I'm just kidding, guys. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Keep listening. Keep listening. <laughs> but no, man, I, I really appreciate that because you know I I value our friendship. I really do. And I'm the type of person that once I consider you like fam, like that's it. Anything I can do for you within my power, I'm gonna do it. And it's actually crazy, guys, like sitting here on this episode talking to you guys, because a few days ago when me and Paul were were talking, I told him it's crazy. We recorded our very first like podcast episode ever last year around this time. And we recorded it. This is when like we had a completely different idea for for a yeah. podcast. We recorded it. Uh, we had issues getting it uploaded. There was just so many things that happened, you know, and it's just amazing to see a year later, even though, no, we're not at 100 episodes, we're not at 50 episodes, mm-hmm. like whatever, it, that's fine. We're still going on our course. And no matter what came our way, at the end of the day, we knew this was something we wanted to do. And we knew it was something that we were going to make happen. You know what's crazy about us doing this podcast? You're right. This is our podcast. We can talk about whatever we want to talk about. But what's crazy about doing this podcast is, y'all, I tell you, there was a time I didn't think I could balance school with anything else. There, There was a time I really did not think I could. And for me, this year has been, I mean, Carl knows, this year has been like about figuring out who I am, figuring out what my plan is, figuring out what I want out of life, figuring, just emerging into like full adulthood. 
And, you know, some days are easier than others. I ain't gonna lie. Um, but at the same time, like, you know, just being able to get out and commit to this, it's, it's crazy. Like once you start committing to something, you find yourself like having an easier time becoming more structured to everything else. Right. That little one thing principle, like, so for us, it's like, yo, just make sure we get this podcast. I mean, obviously we haven't gotten it out every week, but as long as we get this stuff recorded, as long as we get this stuff ready, because Carl's in PT school, this man has a lot on his plate and he could very easily be like no i have too much going on to to hop on and take up time that could be spent studying but to know that yo he's he's willing and he's able to balance it out it kind of beats out that old notion that you can only focus on one thing now granted it's important to like know what your one thing is but i've come to realize that because of this we've actually found our one thing and we've branched out the one thing to multiple other things that can actually work and that's a game changer and we appreciate the feedback from all of you guys we appreciate everybody that's reached out we appreciate anthony oh my goodness i cannot if i never shot him off from the roof every day i will but we appreciate anthony because like y'all don't understand with just Anthony being in our corner. Now, for those of y'all who don't know, Anthony's our intern and he does, he makes the magic happen. All we do is talk and click record. He he makes, he spends hours out of his busy schedule too, because he's in school. Yeah. Out of his busy schedule. And he gets it done, y'all. So just to know that, you know, he's out here and you know we gotta get him on this podcast one of these days, one of these episodes. But of course. He's out there getting it just like us. He's out there trying to balance his life between academics and this and that and at the end of the day catch this transition right here at the end of the day it's all about being able to establish that peace of mind so that you can go out and do everything that needs to be done right that that's that's been the number one lesson i've learned this week if if you're not at peace up here everything else around you is not going to be at peace you're going to be panicking you're going to be haphazardly moving you're going to be reacting to every single thing and not planning out stuff right? Yeah. I had a week of reaction. I had a, I have a planner that I write in constantly, but I had a week of reaction, but like understanding this week that you're human, you just got to be able to find peace up here. Game changer. Now talking about peace of mind, peep this talking about peace of mind. Today's topic is the wealthiest gardener. You want to take this one away? Boom. Let's get into it. So the wealthiest gardener, you guys are probably like, what the heck does that even mean? <laughs> I'm going to explain. Mm. So I'm going to read something to you guys real quick and well, not real quick. So just bear with me. It's not too long, but it's some really good stuff. So I want you guys to follow me um, as I read this. So this is called the wealthiest gardener. It's the one who shapes life with ours who is master of attitude regardless of conditions, who feels entitled to nothing except that which is earned, who knows the pride of effort regardless of outcome, and who, instead of settling for less, asks quietly, why not me? It is the visionary who is impractical, who is even at times ridiculed, but who thinks independently and listens to the still inner voice to avoid the regrets of those who wonder what might have been if only they'd followed the pull of their soul. It's the one who lives with purpose and intention, 
who shows up each day and does the hard task, who seeks satisfaction over pleasure, who strives to make a difference, to make the world a better place, but who, when actions fail to produce impact, will know that failure was never due to partial efforts. It is finally the one who lies spent, exhausted, certain that there's nothing more that could have been offered on the altar of life, who meets the end with a clear conscience of having passed the ultimate test of giving one's best. Finger snap. And guys, that is something that took me about an hour or so to, to write. No, I'm just kidding. That, <laughs> that is not me. <laughs> That is not me. Let me chill before we get a lawsuit from John. Uh, That is from the chapter, The Wealthiest Gardener. And basically, to give you guys a overview, in this chapter, the gardener basically loses his wife. Uh, She dies in a fatal head-on collision with a teenager on the other side of the accident who was drunk. So underage, he was drinking. He got sentenced to, uh, I believe, about two years or so. And then he was sent to a local reformatory for troubled teens. And After the accident, we kind of find the gardener like trying to just pick up his life and just trying to, you know, get himself back together. Because at this point, he just feels like a tremendous loss. You know, I mean, think about losing the person that you're supposed to spend the rest of your life with. You know, that that is very devastating, I'm sure. And that's something that I I hope me nor anyone that you know, I care about has to experience uh, or or you guys that are listening, you know, but such is life that the unexpected does happen. And we have to be able to respond with resiliency as hard as it may be. So for a while, it took the gardener some time to come to and to get himself back together. And it happened to be a friend that invited him to help with a weekly Sunday school. And that was basically like the start of him recovering emotionally and being able to come to terms with what happened with his wife and be understanding. And what we basically find is that there became a point where the gardener wanted to get some closure and he went to the reformatory to confront the kid that had killed his wife in the, in the car crash. And the boy was just extremely apologetic and he was just so sorry for what he did. And the gardener actually found that in this moment, he was able to extend forgiveness to the boy. So at this point, we finally see the gardener being able to, in a way, get back to his old self. I mean, I don't know if you're really ever the same after such a traumatic event, you know, but at least he is stronger now than he he was before because he's able to extend forgiveness to uh, 
you know, the person that was responsible for his wife's death. And after he left, it was like he just kind of felt convicted and he felt uneasy and he felt the need to go on into the reformatory and help these boys out, you know, provide them with some guidance. And upon them, like, successfully completing, I believe it was their volunteer work, wasn't it? Like, there was, like, a volunteer project they had to do. And upon them completing that, the gardener gave them a replica of his written mission statement, which is that wealthiest gardener that I read. So let's talk about that a little bit, because I think that's, I think that's kind of deep. And I think we could go like stanza to stanza, you know, or paragraph by paragraph and just like dissect and talk about it. So I want to start off by highlighting right in the first paragraph, he says, master of attitude, regardless of conditions, right? That's major. Master of attitude, regardless of conditions. Bro, this, this one's hard. Yeah. Because part of this could tie into your ego, but I think part of it just goes with like our impulses, right? Mm-hmm. I think, um, not even I think, I know one of the, something dangerous that could happen or a dangerous way to live is based on your highs and lows. When things are going really, really good, you're always excited, always happy, always energetic. But when things start to slow down, when things are not going well, you don't want to talk to anybody. You're lethargic. You are uninterested in stuff, you know? I think that's a really dangerous way to live because that to me tells me that's somebody that does not have discipline over their emotions. And if you can't discipline your emotions, you can't discipline anything at all, right? Because we we live in a day and age where we are bombarded, bombarded left and right with different things that are meant to, I mean, heck, our phones are meant to distract us, right? You hear a buzz, you're immediately conditioned to pick it up and look. Then you might find yourself scrolling through Facebook, scrolling through Instagram, scrolling through Twitter, Closing it, opening Facebook again, just to close it, opening Instagram again, just to close it, checking your text. And in that whole time period, you probably couldn't tell me what time it is. I feel like that kind of same thing is what leads us to, and this is where he's talking about, you know, master of attitude, regardless of conditions. Because imagine you're having the best week ever. Things are going well, and then you don't pass an exam. Now, is this going to be something that ruins the rest of your day? Is this going to be something that ruins the rest of your week? Or is it going to be just a thing? Right? I was talking to my girlfriend earlier this week, and I mentioned something. I was like, I think in this country specifically, we've attached ourselves to our successes and our losses so much that they become our identity. Right? I agree with that. So it's like, yeah. we almost tie our worth to winning. We almost tie our worth to succeeding. Instead, we should be able to just look at successes. Success is something that happens. Failure is something that happens. You have to learn from both. You have to grow from both. But they they don't define who you are. Now, granted, this is going to, you know, need us to put a little work to win. I mean, these are just my thoughts, right? But at the end of the day, I don't think success and failure define who we are. I mean, we hear it all the time. 
we hear it in self-help books and little podcasts and you know mindful things but it's real if you're able to separate yourself from feeling like your identity lies in being a pt student or your identity lies in having a successful business or your identity lies in being able to become a stellar athlete or to be able to become a stellar student right or anything it's just something that you as a stellar human do, but it, that thing is not who you are. Right? You always hear your job is not who you are. Your job is not your life. Your life just happens to include your job. I think you hit on something very important. And it's funny how the other day, like just how you were talking about how we attach our success and failures to ourselves so much they become part of our identity. The other day I was on Twitter scrolling and uh this young lady had tweeted question and she basically asked she was like this is for my fellas and she said do you love yourself without money Hmm. and i thought it was pretty interesting because as a man we are so programmed in a way to believe we need to have it all together Mm -hmm. You know, like emotionally, we need to be together. We need to be the rock. We need to, we need to be the strong one, right. you know, for, for our family, for our, our, our significant other. And a lot of people, as I was going down, like looking at the replies, there were a lot of guys that were saying no, like they don't really love themselves without money. And in a way, I understood it, but in another way, I didn't agree with it. And I think that also ties into this this mission statement of the wealthiest gardener, because I think we have to get out of this habit of believing the amount of money we make is going to determine our success. Right. I don't think that that truly does matter. Can it be part of our success? Yes, absolutely. Of course. But is that the sole reason you're successful? No, there are plenty of people out here nowadays that are extremely successful and they may not be the richest person. Right. No, they may not be the wealthiest state. They may not have a a whole lot, but they're successful. Being successful is something that is multifaceted in the sense that you can be successful because you have a healthy relationship with your loved ones. Mm -hmm. You can be successful because you have, I don't know, let's say you have a very, very good relationship in terms of the gym or in Mm -hmm. terms of your health. You know, you're, you take, you take care of yourself, right? You eat good, you drink water, you do everything you're supposed to do, you exercise, you you do all of that. And that might be your success right there, is living every day in a body that you're proud of. But a lot of times when we see and when we hear the word success, we automatically equate it to money. Money. It's yeah. not the way that it should be. Exactly. I love the fact that in this first paragraph, after it talks about being a master of attitude regardless of conditions, it says It's the one who feels entitled to nothing except that which is earned and who knows the pride of effort regardless of outcome. Yes. So many times we can be our own worst enemy and we 
equate our failures to legit being us being failure. Right. Like, oh, I didn't do well. And I'm, I'll, trust me, matter of fact, guys, moment of transparency. All right, go ahead. So I'm about to start my second term of PT school. And in my first term, I had a lot of success, but don't get it twisted because there were definitely some road bumps along the way. I remember that I was sitting pretty well in all my classes. The only class that was giving me a hard time was uh, gross anatomy. And my second to last week, so we have two weeks of finals. And our first week is basically all of our practicals. So that's all of our hands-on stuff. And then our, our second week will be like our written exams. Right. And during practical week, I failed two practicals. I failed two practicals, not because I didn't know my information, but because I made simple mistakes. And two of the mistakes I made for both practicals were just mistakes that ended up being an automatic fail. And I had to retake them. Now, I was in my head the majority of the week. Like Monday and Tuesday, I had these practicals. I I had to retake them on Friday. And I will tell you, between Monday and probably Thursday morning, I was in my head. And I just was thinking the worst thoughts. Like, man, I'm such a failure. I'm dumb. Like, how did I get myself in this position? Like I knew my stuff and I just was beating myself up. The wealthiest gardener, the one who knows the pride of effort regardless of outcome. And I didn't even stop to think about the fact, regardless of me failing, I learned so much about myself that week because I had to be resilient in order to pass those practicals when I re- when I retook them. Yeah. And we have to get into this habit of giving ourselves credit and patting ourselves on the back more because life is going to throw some unexpected things at you and you are going to get dealt the bad hand. You just got to make it work. You just have to overcome it. Life is legit a roller coaster ride. Yeah. And there's points where you're having so much fun and there's points where the ride drops and you are scared. That really is, is what we have to look forward to in life. But I think the beauty in all of it is just the fact that every day we have an opportunity to be better than we were the day before, mm-hmm. have the opportunity to chase something that gives us purpose and passion. And even in this excerpt in the wealthiest uh, gardener for this mission statement, it says it's the one who lives with purpose and intention, who shows up each day and does the hard task, who strives to make a difference, to make the world a better place. But when the actions fail to produce impact, they know that failure was never due to partial efforts. Mm. Guys, wow. It's like no matter where we go with this podcast, and where we go with these different books and these different episodes, the theme of purpose always comes back up. It always comes back up. And I think that is so critical (laughs) because I know so many people nowadays that are living without purpose and they're just going through the motions. I have friends of mine that they just wake up and 
life happens to them. Hmm. They don't happen to life. And you guys may say, well, what does that mean? It's called being a victim versus being a victor. When you're a victor, you're looking to make your impact all the time. You're looking to make things happen. And when you're a victim, you let things happen to you. Granted, again, like I said, life is going to give you some lemons. Right. But you have to be able to take those lemons and make lemonade because that resiliency will take you far. And I think the fact that this poem, I, for me, it, it, it feels like a poem. You know, I love writing. For me, this, this is like a poem. And I feel like this poem is just so important because it shows you that wealth is not necessarily financial. Wealth is about being rich in spirit. It's about being rich in, in your communication skills, being rich in, in how you treat people, being rich in your sincerity and not settling for less. And I just, I, I really like, I'm almost tempted to type this out and just like hang it up somewhere in my room because that is how impactful I think this is. I think if you could read something like this every day, every single day, every single day, it would do so much for your mental. It would do so much for your life because you would realize that you make a big deal out of things you don't need to make a big deal out of. And you would realize that 99% of the time you need to be giving yourself more credit than you have been giving yourself. Now that's don't, don't run off now and say, Carl and Paul told me on the podcast, like I got to give myself more credit. So, you know, instead of doing this work, I'm going to just go binge watch something on Netflix. Like, no, that's not what we're saying at all. What we're saying is that when you put in the effort and when you put in the hard work to anything, you have to stop and smell the flowers. You have to stop and give yourself credit and take a look back to see how far you have come. Because even like when we first started and I talked about the fact that over a year ago is when we did our first recording. Right. And that recording will never see the light of day for other people because it wasn't meant to. Mm-hmm. That that wasn't that wasn't something that had purpose. That was something that had passion. Yeah. But what we're doing right now, this is with purpose and this is with intention. Right. Dang. I'm not even gonna add anything to that just because you hit it on point. Like there's literally nothing I can add. I can give more value than the value you just gave. So, so, so check this out. Check this out. Let's go ahead and let's wrap it up on this last paragraph. Let's talk about it. And then we'll let, we'll let them, uh, we'll let the people get out of here so they can go uh, be purposeful members of society. So last paragraph, it is finally the one who lies spent, exhausted, certain that there's nothing more that could have been offered on the altar of life who meets the end with the clear conscience of having passed the ultimate test of giving one's best. Wow. 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 You know, I, when I think of this, I think of, uh, the late great Nipsey hustle Just in peace. for 
people who don't know who that is, uh, Nipsey Hussle, Hussle was a entrepreneur, mogul, uh, artist, man of man of, of of many 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 trades and, and many skills. But there's this there's this song of his where he says, um, basically, find your purpose or you're wasting air. And when I look at this last portion, I feel like that's finding your purpose. Like, it's talking about the person who passed the ultimate test of giving one's best. Yeah. So finding that purpose and living every day in that purpose and giving every day your best. Because at the end of the day, we all have to die. You know, like there's a time to live. There's a time to die. There's a time to laugh. There's a time to cry. That's just, that's the laws of nature. That's the way of the world. And I think that every day, if we would just wake up with this mindset that we're going to give everything that we have and just lay it all out on the line, we would see so much abundance and reward flow into our lives. Because mm-hmm. when you live with purpose, like you just, you glow differently. Yeah. You know, people, people see that you're different and it's an amazing thing to be able to live every day knowing that. I remember some time, some time ago, Paul, I had wrote this blog post for Kyle mm-hmm. and, uh, just so you guys know, uh, Kyle, that's Dr. Kyle Rice. Um, he has his own business, the PT Hustle, where he helps PT students pass their boards. With flying colors. With flying colors. <laughs> and in the piece that I wrote, I wrote the fact that the cemetery is the one place where the most dreams lay. I think about this passage when I say that because... So many people die never really having lived. Right. So many people die without chasing their dreams and, and trying to find their purpose and trying to be impactful in this life. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so important that we're mindful of that because we don't really think about it that every day we wake up, we're so blessed because there's someone who didn't get that opportunity. Mm -hmm. Every day above ground, in my opinion, is a great day. No matter what have happened, it may, (laughs) this is where perspective comes into play. It wasn't a bad day. It was a challenging day. Mm. It wasn't a horrible day. Yeah. It was a character building day. Perspective is everything. Make the most out of the time you have. Live with purpose. Live with intention. And give everything you have. And you guys will embody this concept of the wealthiest gardener. Wow. Wow. You said it. You said it all. We're just going to leave. We're going to wrap it up right there. Carl has said it all. Wow. So, guys... Take from this what you will. Understand that we're not perfect. We're ever-evolving creatures. 
but we're doing everything in our power to grow as well with you as leading examples and just the wealthiest gardener man just leave it all out there leave it all out there all right guys well as usual we love you we're so grateful for you listening and you know if you guys got some value from this episode please share subscribe comment uh tag us on on social media mm-hmm. anything just share this so that we can provide some value to other people as well but you could have been anywhere else but here but you decided to be here listening so again guys thank you so much and as always remember first you must know yourself and then you can know who you are meant to be stay rooted stay we'll rooted see you guys next time peace We hope that you guys enjoyed this week's episode of the Realty Podcast. We're so happy that you decided to join us this week. As we go forward, we just ask that you continue to share your thoughts with us, messages on Facebook, on Instagram, wherever you can find us on our social platforms. If you have any questions, also feel free to ask them there as well. As we go into this next week, I hope that you guys are able to just take the lessons that we've shared today, the experiences that we've shared today, and apply them to your own life so that you too can be able to enhance your own personal experience. Don't forget to be the most vulnerable version of you and just remember that you do matter and you have a story to share as well. We'll see you guys next time.